Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Hoi Polloi podcast. Today I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Liam Deacon, from Birmingham band The Claws. We'll be talking all things music, festivals, plan for this year, better mental health, touch on his food bank project, food for thought. Listen up. Yeah, so mate, I'm in a really good mood actually after seeing that fucking announcement today. It seems to give like an actual end date to what's going on. Yeah, definitely, bro. If I'm gonna cry, I am. It's like again, I swear to God. I mean, considering like last summer should have been like a summer of festivals and stuff, obviously, especially for like you guys as well as the band. Um, do you feel like you kind of missed out a bit on what on what should have been like a big summer for you? Obviously, through like this feeling and that sort of thing, you obviously would have played a, a fair few gigs. And I know you had some other stuff lined up as well. Um, yeah, man. I think at first it was like, a bit obviously initially we were gutted because it was the year that like we got an agent and stuff like that. So onto an agency, and we've never had been a band that has had like good opportunities ever. We've never had like big support slots or no, big be- festivals. It was really. I mean, even the year before we played like a couple of this feeling ones, but we were literally playing at like eleven forty-five a.m. Yeah, on a Sunday. Do you know what I mean? So, what you're on the Thursday, were you? Yeah, we were on the we were first on on the Thursday. So, you know, like three quarters of the festival, probably even more, weren't even there. So, yeah, obviously, you're grateful to be there, but it's such a tough slot to play. Yeah, but we, we, to be honest, I've, when we did Isle of Wight, man, it was fucking busy as fuck. It's literally like queuing out the, the tent and yeah. stuff, but I don't know why. I think it was just because that was the only one that was open. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing people. To- yeah, people just wanted to go that. somewhere. Yeah, which is pretty good. Then obviously you did Why Not and Truck that summer as well, yeah? Uh, we did Why Not with this feeling, yeah. I mean, looking back now, that was so weird. We were on just before Inhaler, who obviously now are massive. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> obviously that was dead weird. But yeah, I think it got rained off or something again, didn't it? Like the day after we played. So, Already, yeah. Yeah, we were buzzing, man. We got to watch Idols and that. Played the gig and then... We went and got pissed before we played truck the next day. But to be honest, that whole weekend was just like blurry. <laughs> I don't really remember much. Like, why not? It's chaotic just because like I've worked there once and it yeah, lasted two days or three days and then got rained off on the Sunday. So Yeah, it's grim, isn't it? I don't know why they do it, man. Every year they put it in a valley, don't they? In Tarfield yeah. somewhere. It just seems like a weird place to have a festival every year. But the one year I was there, the rain was like straight into the Hannah. <laughs> so they were on the main stage no one was watching them and they each had like an individual gazebo above each uh, band member and they were trying to play through and it was I think health and safety oh, like yeah we're, we're cutting this but because the Sweden stage was undercover they kept going so like they got house over and yeah. they played like a little secret set at the Sweden stage and um, yeah so it was good for us it was just um yeah, that main stage was a nightmare. But it's not the bottom of the hill. And so, like, yeah. the bottom of the hill's three feet in water. <laughs> yeah, and it's a bit like, shit, isn't it? Some parts of the festival were fine. So, yeah, just weird one. Yeah, well, I went to um, Why Not In for the first time in 2016. 
And I swear to God, man, it was like I'd be found that I'm joking. It was like the best, probably one of the best festivals I've ever been to. It was like 90 quid. And I think Noel Gallagher, Madness, and oh, was it Catfish, I think, were like headlining. So, I mean, yeah, when I was like 17, that was like the most ideal lineup in the world. And for 90 quid, and bargain as well. So. Well, then to, to then go and play it is obviously massive for you as well. Yeah, you know what's weird, man? Like, when... We played it like when I first went to Why Not in 2016. I did like literally live in that this feeling tent when there weren't anyone on that I wanted yeah. to see, and it was weird because I've seen so many bands that are big now. Do you know what I mean? I think I've seen I, I seen Bang Bang Romeo there. I've seen a band called April. I can't remember if you yeah. can remember them. Yeah, I see, I've seen them and they played to about ten people and obviously they split up. Yeah, and the Shimmer Band as well. There was loads of playing like really small yeah. to, to no one, but now they're huge. Do you know what I mean? So. I think that's why it's important, man. I'd like to think people are going and like now if we were playing. So yeah, exactly. So there's also a lot of people out there who who spend their weekend looking for new bands and you know, yeah, literally. I mean, days are tend to fall in a minute, which is good. Like obviously, it helps out a lot of people. But then you get a year like 2020 where there's no festivals and like mm. bands who may have been emerging and coming through, they've just been kind of missed out. And my fear is that like there'll be a fresh set of new bands for 2021 and that group of bands that could have come through are just going to be lost. Cause you've heard about like bands. Yeah. I've been like not getting the opportunities that they should have. So. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends though, isn't it man? Like, I mean, a lot of bands that are like, were similar to like on our level and shit and had loads of opportunities have died off a bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's because they think, oh, I fuck this, do you know what I mean? And I don't really blame them because it has been a year of literally like all work and no play, do you know what I mean? Which is like yeah. a bit depressing. But I don't know, man. I think it, I think it's not a sense that anything will speed up or, do you know what I mean, or fall behind. I think it's just a pause, like, do you know what I mean? And I think... Yeah, that, it I, should catch up with itself. Yeah, literally, I think eventually, yeah. And the, as you said, those new bands that have started and took over a bit are replacing the ones that couldn't be asked this year and dropped yeah. off. Do you know what I mean? I think it'll just naturally move on. Do you know what I mean? It I is hope so anyway. If you're like if you feel like you're on the cusp of something and then to have an opportunity taken away from you, obviously it is frustrating and it's easy to get downhearted. Then you're gone from yeah. boring and stuff to being sat in your bedroom. Like Yeah, I think like when it all happened, like Obviously, we, there was initially like a sense of being really pissed off and like feeling really hard done by. But you know, when things get cancelled like five or six times, which they have been, like yeah. it kind of wears off, and you just kind of not laugh about it, but like you just kind of think, "Fuck yeah. it." Like, but like, I mean, I'm, if, yeah, if it goes ahead, then good. But yeah. if not, then as a start, it was kind of easy to feel like it was only happening to you. I I don't know whether it's like better that it's happened to everyone. Because it's not like, oh, yeah. my, my opportunity has been taken away. Like, there's a little bit of relief in that. But when you do have the chance to go play festivals and tours and stuff and they get cancelled, like, it, it is gutting. And I'm sure bands that, if that's their job, touring, to then do nothing for, like, 18 months must be so demoralising. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, as you said, like, it, it, everyone was in the same boat where they all had their passion stripped from them. But I don't think any other industry... Are, apart from the music one, got treated with uh, such little respect, which yeah. was a, a bigger thing for me. Do you know what I mean? Because it was a sense of, oh, like, fucking Weatherspoons can't go open, ah, oh, but, like, you know, a musician can't do the job, and it's like, yeah, who gives a shit? Do you know 
I mean, and it's just annoying because you know when when this is over, which I'm getting really fed up of saying. Yeah. Uh, a load like you know the government will be fucking begging for the tax money. You know the nightlife industry, like booze and cigarettes and yeah. taxis, and you know there's such, such like taxable things. You know that's why they cost so much money, and it's like they know it, and it's yeah, it's it's so fucking annoying, man. But I'm hoping when this is over, I just, I just kind of stop giving a shit, and like I just focus on you know being able to actually do this again, yeah, and being so positive. Do you know what I mean, like I don't want to spend every day punching them in, taking some pleasure in the small things. Yeah, literally. Because really, like, yeah. if you're turning up to a venue now and they didn't have a, a I don't know, a, a bass amp, you go, you know what, I, I don't care. I will make it work, it's fine. <laughs> or, yeah, know. literally. Yeah, I know. I'm half missing it, man. I'm half missing getting it, like, loaded into a venue and being greeted with, yeah, yeah, the main band are running over, so you're not going to yeah. get a sound check. Oh, there's, there's one feedback yeah. answer between the four <laughs> of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Who, who gets it? Who gets it? Lead singer? Drummer? Like... <laughs> Do you just put it yeah. somewhere that caters for all of you? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know, yeah. To be honest, I'm not, I haven't really drank this much, uh, this lockdown. Uh, but we are, when things reopen and stuff, I'll certainly be taking advantage of the riders yeah. and stuff again. Oh, yeah, definitely. I miss that, I miss that about the, this feeling tent, man. Like, that you'd, like, go, you'd like, go to the festival and you'd play your set on like, the Thursday, but you'd just spend the rest of the weekend trying to nick as many cans as possible. Live off. <laughs> yeah, we were having one for breakfast, man. Going in, charging off her and having a red stripe off for the day, man. Shout out to George Holmes setting us up with some red stripe all weekend long. Yeah, George Holmes trying to look for a fucking kettle and tea bags. He's a good man. Yeah, he's uh... was it Was it this feeling that gave you like the first festival opportunities, or do you have some that level? Oh, nah, man. I think that there's actually like a, a photo that we put out not long ago, and it's like the summer previous to the one we played, and it's honestly, it's like. One of those, um, you know, like family festivals that we played. Yeah. It was literally like, to like three people. It was so depressing. But then like, the year after, which was last year, everything just seemed to come. No, not last year. Be the year before. Oh, God, that's depressing. Yeah, no. Yeah, all, the fact yeah, that all just... not even last year. I, I was going through socials. So I was yeah. like, oh, in my element didn't come out that long ago. And it was like, it's coming up on two years. And that's like... Yeah. Oh, my God. You've not even played it as much as you should have. Like for you, because that seemed to like step things up. Did you feel that? Like I noticed it from where I was that it definitely put you on the map more. Did you feel it, or were you because you're so close to it, you didn't? Uh, I don't know. Before, before it, like we made some big, big changes in like the way that we are. Do you know what I mean? What as in the way you represented yourself, the aesthetics, the yeah. I think everything we we had like because I I take care of all that sort of things. Okay. And I remember saying to all the lads like, we need to fucking do some here. So I made this like little plan. A big thing was moving studio, which is the guy that we use now, who's fucking class. I mean, so I think people who were into us before hearing that, you know, proper studio quality, yeah, uh, you know, style was like, oh, you know, and he suits us so well, which, you know, we complement each other. Yeah, and then, as I say, we, like, we changed our look. We got a new logo. We did a good music video. We come up with a load of PR. Like, we done, we just, we just worked really hard to promote it. Like, we played HMV 
ran a club night and then went to London for this feeling show all yeah. in like 24 hours like did didn't sleep but you know I mean? think so, see, like the small changes like the logo and the video and stuff I don't think a lot of newer bands kind of like think about it as much or like we'll take a photo and we'll all just be wearing random stuff but if I go yeah. to bands like having promoted shows and work with music for a while if I go on like a, a band's Instagram and it looks like four random guys in a pub you're not going to take it seriously straight away. Yeah, exactly, man. I think the the good thing about that was, like, it, it fell so naturally. Like, we all kind of liked the same things at the same time. And we all had, like, a mutual agreement that that's the look. Oh, that's the sound. Oh, that's yeah. the attitude. And it all just, like, literally fell on. Once I fell on, I laughed because we worked hard on it. But yeah. it was kind of like a, a fucking a light bulb moment yeah. that we all yeah. had at, at the same time. Right place, right time right photographer, right producer, like it yeah. needs to work. Yeah, and we spent so long like looking for, you know, building up our contact list and stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. good um, graphic designers and then we were able to use it. Good PR people, we use them. You know what I mean? Good like all these good things that we'd learned and picked up and all these skills and basically it was just like the start of us knowing that this is something we can actually do. Yeah. Like. And then, yeah, the stuff that followed that really was mad because it was like festivals and then a sold out tour and then it was, we got an agent and then got signed and then you know, the yeah, board just stopped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it all happened so fast. From the, outside, so, from the outside, people will be like, oh, overnight success. And you're like, no, I've grafted behind the scenes. Yeah. Even, yeah. Like, even to get to like, because technically that's like square one, where you are there. Yeah the tour and the agent and stuff in the grand scheme of things, that's square one of building on yeah. the future and like the amount of work that goes on to get to square to get to that. Which yeah. most, most bands don't do. And also a lot of, um, a lot of people don't see like the reason or they play like, yeah. they play like one or two shows and they think they're making it, but they've not even like, they've not got the first rung of the ladder. Yeah, literally man. I think you, it's fucking character development. And, it, and the thing that I've noticed is, all the bands who actually had, like, not everything handed to them in a sense, but the ones that, uh, you know, did provide all the big support slots really yeah. early and kind of got everything really early are the ones that haven't lasted this pandemic. Do no, you know I mean? there's, they're not in a room with songwriters or, like, they they don't have the yeah. shit given to them. But it depends, yeah, exactly. It kind of depends how you work, because, like, with Butte, we always book the shows and then we worked hard to make sure the show was as good as possible. But if you, yeah. took, if you take away the shows, we'd struggled for that kind of work ethic because for yeah. us, that was like the motivation. Whereas if your motivation is like songwriting, you go, right, the shows will come, but we're going to focus on the songwriting. Yeah. I mean, like, our, our motivation's all over, man, to be honest. Like, it's not just, obviously, the way I see it, like the songwriting is the work and the gigs are the play. Yeah. I mean, so, to ultimately have the play stripped away for a year. Yeah. But, you know, I think you kind of, kind of got to see it as positive, man. Like, we've, we, we've said that. We said, like, um, playing, like, having this time to write songs has made, we're never going to get that time again. You know, no. and we fully, like, we fully capitalised on, like, writing as much as fucking possible and record as much as possible. So I'm really grateful for that. But, yeah, yeah looking forward to, uh, like, playing them now. Yeah. But like, uh, what well, I certainly found like it was really hard to motivate myself like creatively in lockdown because like, yeah. there was nothing, there was no gigs to go play. There was yeah, 
nothing really driving that creative influence and so like songwriting for me just like went out the window yeah i mean i, I think a lot of people felt like that and you know there was a lot of like you know i think the main thing is like don't, you shouldn't no one should have been hard on themselves during the lockdown yeah. i mean like, oh, i'm gutted i didn't write songs or i didn't you know what i mean i think it's like you, should, you had to do what you had to do at the time and it's, it's a lot of people they'd be like what's the <laughs> yeah if i do yeah, literally. in a gig What's the point? Yeah, so. literally. I mean, as I say, all that, that political bollocks as well about you know them saying that we have to start just get another job and shit. Like, you know, what songwriter is going to want to be encouraged to to write songs? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's kind of scary. If there's a lot of people who have decided not to pursue like creative avenues, yeah, because they knew there wasn't an opportunity for at least a year, <laughs> like at eighteen months. And some people go, oh, you know, it's easier for me to go work in Tesco than actually yeah. what, what I want to do. I think that's quite a scary thought um, that we might have missed out on people who previously would come into the industry and contribute. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is a weird thought, actually. I've never really thought about it. To be honest, like, I think when it all happened and stuff, there was a sense of like focusing on yourself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I think like if there, if there is people who like maybe took that break hopefully they kind of afterwards come back into themselves yeah. a bit when things start happening and you know i think a lot of bands might have actually spent the time to write and i'm really excited to see like what comes of the songs that will be put out you know this year like Wait, next year have evolved with that lockdown um yeah literally whether you're going to get some some punkier stuff coming out and people more aggressive cooped up in their room um, yeah I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of people are frustrated. Um, I think there's definitely going to be a lot more, lot more anxiety and depression for sure coming from it. No, not just within artists, but nationwide. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. It depends on how you dealt with it. And it, do you know what I mean, when we come out of it, it's like people are either going to be buzzing or they're going to be angry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm, I'm hoping like it's like a huge summer of love is pending. I don't know if it's just like my inner hippie. I just have this vision of like fucking everyone just out wearing like mad shit in the sun, getting pissed at the Euros and stuff like that. Yeah, because you know I mean? that's, that's a that's a that's a vision I've got in my head, man. So I'm just focusing on that. I mean, you got to focus on. Well, you, it's nice now with today's announcement. It's, there, there's something to focus on, and there's like a light at the end of the tunnel because it's like for 12 months it's felt like there's no no sort of ends coming. Yeah, man, I think that that's actually like the worst bit. Do you know what I mean? So I, I found that to be the worst bit anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, especially the fact that we all had a bit of freedom for a bit. Yeah. I mean, we're allowed to go to the pub and stuff and then to have it taken away again and then, I, and then I just, oh, it just stressed me out. Do you yeah, know what I mean? so, you struggled with that? Yeah, definitely, man. That, that was the worst bit for me. The fact that I went from seeing all my blood pals and stuff. Yeah. Was and, that, you know, that mid-lockdown teaser month and then they're like oh yeah that, that's enough take that away yeah that's that's what was worse about it i don't because like it was just depressing because it, it was that hope do you know what i mean yeah and then we had like loads of promoters and stuff like going yeah like it's opening up let's put gigs and then to go oh no we're back worse than what we were initially yeah. it's a bit like oh for fuck's sake do you know what Looking I mean? back now i genuinely thought that was the end yeah definitely the same man same if you told a lot of people back in June that we would like still be here now, a lot of people would not be able to deal 
like could not process that information. Yeah, honestly, I swear to God, if you'd have told, I remember me and my mom were laughing about it the other day because when it first happened, then it was two weeks, and then towards the end of the two weeks, I was like, Mom, I think this is going to go on longer than two weeks. She was like, No, nah, I can't do it if it's going to be longer than that. <laughs> like, looking back now, it was like fucking like, like a year ago. Do you know what I mean? So, like, fucking mad, man. But, no. I've always been a bit of, like a positive person, and looking. I probably didn't realise at the time, but like looking back, I definitely struggled like mid, probably as early as like, I don't know, May. So like two months in. Yeah. No work to do, nothing. I couldn't sleep because there was just nothing to do. But it's only now looking back, I was like, oh, I was in a bad way. Yeah, I think I was like, like when you catch like your sleeping pattern messing up yeah. and like, not eating and then you're like, you don't even realise at the time, do you know what I mean? But, you must have actually been feeling like yeah. a bit shit, man. It, I think it is a weird one because, like, for people like me and you, obviously, the things that come like that we were used to doing had been automatically stripped away. Do you know what I mean, so it's like the gigs and then you know the nightlife and you know being around people and that's a big part of like our job almost. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, I would normally work eight five and then probably play football twice a week with mates and then yeah, yeah, a gig or running gigs. At least twice a week as well. So yeah, it's weird, and it's good from, from being so busy to zero. What now? Yeah, yeah. I, I found that man to be honest. Like, I mean, I, I quit like cigarettes for a year. I did previous to okay. the lockdown, and then when the lockdown started again, I, I started again, which is like, really fucking stupid. But... Need, I need to get out of the house somehow. Just that'll be it. Yeah, that's what I thought, man. It was like my daily treat. I thought like, oh, I'm going for one a day, and then before you know, it, obviously catches up. But... Yeah, I, I don't think I realised that I was dealing with anxiety mid lockdown until obviously you've done the same same as me with like a mental health first aid course. Yeah, and educating myself on like how other people might feel, and then it was like going through all these like oh these are the symptoms of anxiety, and I was like yeah, it's mad. I, I was like wide awake at seven a.m. I haven't eaten all day, and I'm like. Why do I feel like this? And then you read about it. Yeah. Oh God, that's what it was. Yeah, I found that when I did when I did it as well. I was like looking, like reading through it, and it, I just found it a bit insane. Like more that I didn't know about it before. Yeah, and, and more that it had affected me. Like it, it was like the same stuff I felt and stuff. Do you know what I mean, I think it was such a strange thing to do, but quite a rewarding thing to do. And I was like, it suddenly just made a lot of sense to me when I was doing it. Did you, and I thought, did you, oh, God, I'm glad. did you do the course like for yourself or do you do it like for a work purpose or uh, no my, my pal did it um, and he put it on his story uh, on Instagram just saying I like, qualified and pretty much the same thing as what I did and I just asked him how to get involved because obviously it's somewhere close to home and I just think it was kind of like productive to be doing something positive and especially with everything that was going on I think it's just like a really important thing to like have but like, I think everyone should be trained in it I think yeah. it should be like something you do like alongside college maybe or uni I think it should should be mandatory like I mean and I think more the fact when I when I put it out that I did it the amount of people that didn't know including me that you can do a course for nothing yeah well, like when you did end up being free which was lucky <laughs> um yeah I applied for it but being in Wales I didn't qualify so oh god a different one, but it was like 120 quid or something, and my work paid for it, so it was, it was fine. Um, 
yeah, she's been working through all the coursework and stuff. It's good, like, it's good, it's really interesting. Yeah, it is, man. I think the, the mad thing I found about when I was doing it was, um, you know, when it said about how to approach someone who may be like suffering or having, you know, a, an attack at the time, how best or how not to like address that. Do you know what I mean, there's some things that I found when looking through that that like I would never have thought to have done that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because like going in for a hug and stuff isn't always like the best thing to do. Right. Do you know I mean, but obviously a lot of people think it is, and you know, it makes sense what they would. Obviously, with with a lot of stuff, especially like the workplace thing, and, and probably especially with like men, is the whole idea of like, oh come on, pull your socks up, pull yourself together. Yeah. Whereas like that can be like one of the worst things to say. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think Albers had it worse. He's the worst one. Yeah, because people want yeah. to feel like validated they want to know that like they can talk to you and basically saying that is like yeah i'm not i'm not listening yeah i think yeah that that like others have it worse thing is almost like it, you know if you're being told that you kind of think oh what what i shouldn't be upset when yeah do you know what i mean like so you don't even need a reason to be do you know what i mean but I'm, I'm hoping like as time goes on and like evolves that's just like a thing that yeah you know what i mean like you know what I mean? people laugh at like don't know like we don't laugh now but like how sexism is such an alien thing to us like as bad as it was in like the 50s yeah i hope that i hope that's like a similar thing that'll happen in like 50 years from now people go like what people used to say like man up and do yeah. you know what i mean i can't come into work and the workplace would go get i don't care about your anxiety though yeah you slept. yeah yeah i know yeah, man i think that, that's the main thing it should be taught, man. Like it is just as important. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely a generational thing. Like you, you do get those chats between guys now, but it's still like it's not still not perfectly normal. Nah, definitely not, man. I mean, I, I'm quite lucky. Where I've surrounded myself with quite like-minded people. Do you know what I mean? So uh, us talking about it isn't like a um, big a thing. thing. Yeah, it's not a big thing. It's almost as natural as like just saying hello. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? I, no, like, I know how we got to that point, which was just by initially saying, talking about it. Yeah. But I, I, I wish that for everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wish everyone it's not always the easiest thing. There will definitely be a few, a few lads out there who think they're too, you know, too big and strong to say, oh, I'm struggling. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it does seem like weird, don't it, man? Because, you know, as a result of it, they a lot of people, I think, almost become like, oh, I got through it. Well, more yeah. than you, I mean, it worked for me, but you can tell it didn't because they're, yeah. they're really like emotionally you know, almost hard from it now. Yeah, yeah do you know I mean, look by the way, they like look down on people who ask for it. Do you know what I mean, like your peers, Morgan, and stuff like that. Yeah, do you know what I mean, that's the people I'm, I'm on about, like the people who are obviously just so stuck in the ways and like emotionally traumatized. They look down yeah. on like anything definitely, that's not normal to them. Yeah, definitely a generational thing where like a, a dad might be like, well. I had it worse than you. I was like, yeah, that, yeah. It's a weird that, thing, isn't it? Like, that doesn't mean that uh, you could not struggle with it now. Yeah, it's just, it made me laugh. I think, man, it was like fucking some meme. No, not meme. Like, it was a serious photo of someone I made. It was some geezer in a trench in like World War Two. It was like, oh, these went through worse. Like, like now you can't justify being sad because yeah. of a fucking war no. hundred years. I mean, it's just like, I don't even know, man. People are just no. weird, aren't they? But again, people would feel reluctant to talk about anything because they compare it to other stuff going on. Yeah, it's weird. It shouldn't be compared, man. Like, no. I don't know. I don't know why people would think just because someone isn't being shot at 
yeah. can't be sad. <laughs> with like like PTSD and stuff. Um, growing up, I only ever knew that as like a post-war soldier thing. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's and like, you say that same, man. But you can get it from anything. Like women I mean, can get it from childbirth, PTSD, because obviously it's not a nice time. Um, yeah. And as well as obviously like physical damage, like mentally, like the PTSD from childbirth can be awful. And then any sort of traumatic experience you have in your whereas yeah, like, you've always been taught, oh yeah, soldiers going to war and stuff. If you've seen something traumatic or experienced something traumatic and then you feel anxious, nervous, yeah. depressed, anything like this, but you've always thought of it as this mega conflict scenario, you you wouldn't yeah. you were trying you're trying to think, no, well, I can't be that bad because these people have it yeah. or like oh, I'm, I'm not a soldier, so how can I have it? Yeah. It's just, it needs, again, it needs to be something that's more normalised, more spoken about. Yeah, I think there's, like, a certain stereotype, like, attached to some of these illnesses. So, like, PTSD, you like, I don't know about you, but when I was, like, growing up, I had it envisioned as, as you say, someone who'd been in the war, like, kind of shaking, like, yeah. looking really, but it's not even that a lot of times. It's, you know, seeing something out on a walk and then it automatically like ruining your mood. Do you yeah, know what I mean, that's it as well. But yeah, it's a weird one, man. I think, I think the only way it will is just a, as you say, like a generational thing. I think over time, uh, I'm hoping it just progresses in the right direction. But again, like you said, it should become a more mandatory thing. It's only through, oh, 100%, through man. education. Be, do you understand it? It should 100% be taught in schools, like. I don't get why it's not. I think it just made the world such a better place if everyone had a mute, more of a mutual understanding. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, in this country, like obviously they don't even fund it if if you're struggling with it. Let alone if you made it more preventative, then you wouldn't. Yeah, but, you wouldn't need to fund the full blown treatment if you. Yeah, as a result of it happening. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you increase but, and educated to understand, then you with someone at 14, 15, 16, you wouldn't need to treat them at 30 because they've left it go yeah. 10 years untreated. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly the point. Like I said, uh, if you educate it in schools and make it and normalise it a bit more, then there's no need for it to get that bad. Yeah, I mean, looking back, like, the shit that... I don't even know when I left school. I'm 22, so like, seven years ago or something. Uh, it was like it was awful, man. Like the shit you get taught, like, and then up when you get put into actual real life, real life situations and problems and all the rest of it, like, it is new enough a free for all, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, my school did not prepare for life; it prepared for people to go to uni. Yeah, that's literally it, man. I mean, I am at uni at the moment, but even still, it, I wouldn't even say it prevents for that. It just doesn't make any sense. There was one last thing I wanted to speak to you about, which was the Food for Thought Birmingham that you set up. Yeah, man. What do you want to know about it or have a chat about with it? I just, was there anything in particular that the thought, um, I can be of assistance here? Or like, is it, it's, it's a group of mates that put it together, isn't it? Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't initially think like, it weren't a thing of like a big setup and then a big launch. And yeah. So I mean, it was more, it kind of stemmed from that, that thing that was going on on social media, which was obviously the past of the government, I think. But that, to be honest, that oh, yeah. was a thing that the kind of... Tipped, like, inadequate weekly supply sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was a thing that kind of like, 
that what like tipped me over the edge almost in wanting to do something about it because I was so angry. Like, and I'm in like a, obviously a group chat as a lot of people are just with all their pals and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we were all just having a natter about it and just being really angry and stuff. And I, I remember like earlier in the this year, I wanted to join like a like a food kitchen or a soup kitchen or whatever. But obviously because of COVID, it, it weren't possible that it, they weren't taking anyone on. I felt really helpless. And then when that happened, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'll give this a go myself. And even if, do you know what I mean? It helps four people or whatever, which honestly yeah. we weren't expecting to help us that many people. Yeah. We just like we'll sort of page where people can message through. We'll use like the contacts, which obviously the band's social media, and to try and like raise some money. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. And then that was the plan. But obviously, like I think because it stemmed from such a good place. Which, I mean, it stemmed from like such a positive idea. People just really got behind it. I mean, Birmingham's like I'm not sure if you've ever, you've ever been, but it's it's such a good city in the sense that it's very supportive. And uh, very community based, I think. So, a lot of people just love the idea and you know donated generously. And it's a, we've still got money in there now, so still we're doing it, and we're we're still going every week. And we want to just make it like bigger in the sense that more people can find it and benefit from it. And do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That was just the plan with it, to be honest. I'm I'm really happy with how it's gone. Like, so have you got people that message the page, or do you take the food somewhere? Like, how's it work? Uh, yeah, it's works from so we get donations, so we've got it all in like a PayPal. Right, okay. Now I'll, mess, I'll message the page with their details. Um, dogs, you know, their food needs, allergy, diet, what their you know, issues, any like the kids, or yeah, and we cater for pets now, obviously, because we love animals and stuff, so yeah. we wanted to make sure that was a big thing. And then, based on what they've like kind of asked for or their situation, we deliver like a food parcel to, to help them get by. So it's, it's good in the sense that because it's still quite small and on the ground, we can tailor to people's needs yeah, a bit yeah, more. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So, which is good, man, because you know, obviously you have some people that are like, oh, my daughter doesn't like, so we make sure that we don't get it. Do you know what I mean? Because we yeah. want to make sure nothing's going to waste and people are actually eating it. And, Cause it do you know what I mean? Actually benefiting, do you know what I mean? Not yeah. being a stressed slide. Yeah, well, you, you can see that transaction of this money's come in, it's bought this, it's help support these people i think sometimes bigger organizations a lot of money gets lost in the yeah you're off the charity um yeah definitely I mean, my, like my missus is doing um i think it's accounting or something at uni so she's kept like on all the books and stuff for yeah. us I made sure like we've got like all the receipts and stuff and we are we are just doing it properly and you know doing it by the book and yeah I'm I'm just I'm really pleased with how it's gone I hope it continues to yeah it's good stuff I like I know when I was doing some charity stuff last year yeah you set up the just giving page you get all the money and then at the end they take their ten or fifteen percent I'm like oh, that's a killer is that, is that what it is on the uh, GoFundMe uh, yes yeah, that. Is it? Oh, I didn't know that. We just used um, a direct PayPal link, which fair. makes more sense. But obviously, with the like the just given pages, it's easier to put something up there, and if I'd open for a month, people can see your progress and that sort of thing. If I'm trying to hit like a specific target, um, yeah, definitely. Then, but they would then take like ten percent at the end, and I felt so bad that that money had been lost. I ended up yeah. topping up with my own money because. You're yeah, so- I imagine that is weird to be honest. Like, because obviously, it's like you asked for it to go to that 
yeah and it hasn't gone to that do you know what i mean like when we did it we we actually weren't expecting any donations so we all put in like 30 pound ourselves in our group chats there's like 12 of us so it was like yeah. 300 400 quid we honestly weren't expecting we put a link up just so you know if you want yeah. to then you can uh but yeah when we ended up with like i can't even remember how much man like it's got about three grand, four mad. grand or something, which is fucking madness, man. Also, with yeah, a food bank, you know, like even if someone puts a fiver in, that's that's buying meals and stuff. Like it's with bigger charities, it's harder to see what, exactly where that money goes. But obviously, we're all we can all go to the supermarket and you know what a five or a ten is going to buy someone. Yeah, literally, that's what that's what we kind of like tried to post about it and stuff. Not in like a, a braggy sense, no. you know. Oh, look at us, we're doing this, but. Because we, we we donate people donated so much money to us, we wanted to kind of show people that yeah we are we are doing this. I mean we are making sure it's going to good use and yeah and and you know thank you. But we had so much support in ways that I weren't expecting. I mean a boxing gym offered to us to use their facility just to like separate the food if we needed to and use it as a food bank almost, which was just like just amazing, man. What people can do. do you know what I mean if they they want to i suppose yeah so it's um no it's, it's good i and that needs to be more well i say that needs to be more shouldn't be in this position in the first place um yeah like people shouldn't be needing to rely on food banks um or needing yeah it's bit, or, or needing footballers to stick up like it is like it's like i don't know sweet isn't it sweet i don't know if that is the right word but it's like yeah you want to do these good things but we shouldn't be in that position yeah, that's how we feel every time like someone messages the page. It's kind of like we're happy that they've found us. Do you yeah. know what I mean, happy that we've made ourselves visible. But at the same time, it, it is a bit, do you know what I mean? When, you know, some of the people that obviously we have messages and stuff say like, you know, we've got a kid. Yeah. I'm really struggling. It shouldn't be the case. And yeah, as you say, it's not that everyone should do it, but you know, did their bit. Do you know what I mean? Including the people who are meant to be in charge of if everyone did their bit then it wouldn't be such a weight on the people yeah. trying to do you know what I mean or even well, it when, is what it is. when somebody does something like that like I said you've had loads of support and it's seen as like such a big deal and such a good thing but yeah it's trying to ideally we, we wouldn't need to be doing that yeah and, I mean I don't, think there, I don't think there is one in Birmingham that does exactly that if there is I haven't found it which I think is why so many people are like oh what a great idea but do you know what I mean is it yeah I mean like <laughs> I know it was our idea but is it do you know what I mean it shouldn't be a thing. Do you know what I mean? It sh- there should be things like that put in place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People shouldn't have to be like relying on a bunch of like, do you know what I mean? Musicians out of a job at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? To to have food, man. But this is the way it is. And, you know, it's really helped us like, mentally and stuff like be productive and be doing a good thing. And obviously, because we're not playing shows or doing as much with the band, because it is like three bands involved. Yeah. It's like it's, it gave us like a bit of purpose, man. And yeah, See, that's why I'm kind of kind of giving back, like doing that work. Although you're kind of doing it to improve other people's life, I, I felt like it gave me a bit of a purpose. And all because I, I wasn't in work at the time, you definitely f- give yourself a bit of motivation to do the best that you can to then improve the lives of other people. So it kind of yeah, it's like a it's like an added like initiative, isn't it? It's like. Yeah. It's not like it kind of gives you a reason to like because obviously you, you wouldn't would go out shopping for yourself like three times a day. 
mm. but knowing that someone someone needs it, you know, you kind of make sure you get out of bed. Yeah, you know, have a shower if you're feeling shit. I mean, put some clothes on, which obviously when you're feeling that is a hard thing to do. You know what I mean, like get make yourself presentable and get out the house, but doing that it kind of forces you to and kind of face a day and and do something. Do you know what I mean, and when when it's all done, it it feels it's a nice feeling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, definitely. And I'll, I'll keep you in the loop with, with when it's going out. Um, yeah, I man. Cool. Drop me along whenever. Take care, man. Thanks for having us. See ya.